Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Enterprise Content Management podcast series, When Content Matters, from EMC. I'm your host, Dean Meisenheimer. Today, we'll be interviewing well-known industry analyst Jeffrey Bach of Bach & Associates on the subject of rapid application development for content-rich applications. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. It's good to be here, Dean. So, I guess to start, give us a little bit of your background. I know you've worked for the Patricia Seabold Group, and you now have your own analyst firm, Bakken Company. Well, yes. Um, I have my own analyst firm, uh, Bakken Company. I am focusing on uh, collaboration and content management, understanding both the uh, technologies and the business drivers behind uh, collaboration and content management. And really, I think sort of if I look back over my career, um, I've been manage- I've been working on the uh, content management puzzle uh, for many many years. Initially, uh, designing systems at the Digital Equipment Corporation, um, and then analyzing um, how they're working and what kinds of applications they're really going to be good for. Okay, so I guess to start the discussion, then uh, let's, let's talk about what you mean when you say content-rich applications. What exactly is a content-rich application? Can you give us some examples? Well, sure. I mean, let, let me sort of step back in time for a minute and saying that for, for most of the time that we have been thinking about managing content, uh, what we've really been talking about is how we capture the content, how we organize and store it, and we put it into a central repository. And then what do we do with it? We either want to find it or we want to publish it. And this is pretty good if you're in a publishing environment. But in fact, now that so much of the work that we do is online, and almost all of the content that we have access to in business environments is initially derived electronically, we want to electrify the delivery of the content. We want to electrify it in a way that allows us to do useful things. In other words, to make the content useful, to deliver what we call content in context. So, for example, we want to develop a content-rich application for managing contracts. In other words, this application just doesn't organize, capture all the contracts that we might be managing within a company um, and store them in a central repository and then allow us to print them on demand. Rather, we want to have a set of business logic embedded in the application that will analyze the contracts, that will tell us when something is perhaps out of band, that will alert somebody when there needs to be some more work that is done with a contract. Or another example might be a uh, system that would be managing insurance policies or managing patient records. Again, this problem is not simply to store the content in a secure uh, and traceable way, although that's certainly very, very important, but rather you want to deliver business value with all of the content. So in the case of insurance policies, you want to be able to uh, quickly deliver to the underwriters uh, just the appropriate clauses with just the appropriate values that would allow for a competing, competing, uh, competitive policy in a particular business situation. So we want to talk about content-rich applications that are rich in terms of business processes. And then the second thing is we want to talk about content-rich applications that are rich in the ability to manage many different types of content, content, not only documents and spreadsheets, but also photos, multimedia files, interactive games, uh, patient records, um, 
test results uh, such as x-rays or CAT scans, um, and many of the other different kinds of digital asset types that are available in the network. From an application point of view, uh, all of the access to these different types of content need to be managed in a consistent and secure fashion so that the security for x-rays is no different than the security for, um, let's say, a, a, a doc, uh, notes from a doctor's visit. There would be a consistent set of ways of accessing all of the content. And so what is it that's driving independent software vendors to, to build and design applications that leverage this content more effectively? You mentioned some business drivers. Are there other things? Well, I think it's a combination. Yes, there are other things. I think there's a combination between um, uh, business drivers and also technology drivers. Um, on the business drivers, as I mentioned, everything we do and every action we take uh, in most contemporary business environments involves electronic information. And most of this electronic information, uh, the vast majority, 85 90%, is what we call unstructured information. It's documents, it's pictures, it's words, uh, the results of a podcast, for example. Um, and we need some consistent ways to manage all of this information. And then underlying the, uh, the sort of the emerging business needs, there is a set of uh, technical standards uh, that is going to make it much more easy to uh, manage the content in a consistent way. And these, uh, there's a familiar lexicon of XML standards uh, that are, in fact, driving some of, the, some of this content technology. And then I think a third, uh, a, a third peg on the stool, a third, uh, uh, a third part of the stool, is really the wide variety of compliance issues that uh, we now need to recognize and depending on the, the industry you're in, uh, we have HIPAA for healthcare, we have uh, SOX and Basel II for financial services. There are other sorts of internal uh, compliance standards that uh, companies large, medium and large size companies all have. And all of that, again, is part of the mix of what's required to um, now manage content effectively um, in the digital age. Okay. So. As an independent software vendor starts to look to build you know, more content-rich applications to, to deal with emerging standards, to deal with the compliance issues, you know, why should they look at OEMing content management technology rather than just building it themselves? They're already application developers. Well, yeah, they're all, uh, they're, they're all application developers, but I think even application developers um, have to face uh, a perennial set of trade-offs in terms of to build or to buy and trying to figure out where best to invest uh, their efforts and their resources. Uh, how much do they want to inf invest in developing the underlying platform and how much do they want to invest in terms of putting all their emphasis on the business logic, on the value-added capabilities, their unique insights into what the market requires. And each application development group has to ask themselves about what exactly, where do they want to devote their resources, what exactly do they want to build, and what, where does it make a better business sense to, in fact, buy the underlying services from a really well-qualified and knowledgeable third party. And furthermore, I think uh, application developers and ISVs uh, are going to face ever more demanding customers, and the requirements are going to change. 
So, for example, uh, customers, when, when they want to uh, utilize a content-rich application, they're going to assume that it has really robust and extensible security, and the security is baked into the core capabilities of the platform. Well, as anybody who has actually tried to develop a secure environment can tell you, security is a complicated subject that requires um, a great deal of time and resources. And so for from an application developer's point of view, it may make smart business sense to, in fact, build on the capabilities of a uh, secure platform than spending a lot of time uh, developing a platform oneself. And similarly, there's a whole question around the um, evolution and extensibility of a, of a platform. If you, in fact, build on a uh, repository uh, that supports one system, you may want to then be able to port the environment to another operating system or to another application development environment. Um, if you haven't planned for that up front, again, you're looking at an investment of time and resources. So uh, there's a set of trade-offs that I think uh, application developers and ISVs need to to make and to think through, and one of those trade-offs is, is when to embrace the capabilities um, of an underlying platform that meets the bill. So basically what you're saying is that while there is a definitive cost in OEMing content management technology, in the long run, over the course of the life of a business application, it actually is cheaper to OEM the technology than to go out and build the services yourself. Yeah, I think that I think that's really the case. Where the the industry is really maturing, and uh, you know, the, the, we we know what needs to be in the capabilities in an embeddable platform, uh, and there's not a lot of competitive advantage for an for an OEM or an ISV in terms of um, investing in the core content services. Um, the competitive business advantage for a new application comes from the business logic layer and from the ability to exploit the capabilities of the platform, not to develop the platform. So uh, application development efforts can really be jump-started, and your training and support costs can really be lowered uh, by embracing the capabilities of an underlying uh, platform. Um, and that's, I think, really the, the value proposition that uh, EMC is bringing to the market now with the uh, launch and rollout of the Documentum Content Server OEM edition, because this is really a well-defined, uh, well-architected environment that has been uh, battle-tested um, over, you know, the five to ten to fifteen years that Documentum has been delivering uh, content management solutions to uh, medium and large size enterprises. And so the value proposition that EMC brings to the market is to allow um, OEMs to really jumpstart their own development efforts and to build on the capabilities of a extensible platform. And what I think this is going to do is going to raise the bar is going to mean that uh, uh, application developers and ISVs can focus on the business logic and the uh, key capabilities of their content-rich application and not on the underlying services that are provided by the platform. So, so let's drive into that a little bit then. For an independent <coughs> software vendor, uh, what do you think the key value props are for adding content management to their application? 
Well, I think there are uh, three or four uh, key key value props, depending upon um, how you slice it. First of all, all the co- components are going to behave as a single entity from the uh, application point of view. So there's going to be a consistent uh, API, a consistent set of uh, well-defined web services, um, a consistent well-defined set of uh, business objects. And an application developer, an ISV, can, um, in fact, exploit the capabilities of this um, API layer and leverage the underlying uh, services that are that is in the uh, content platform. Now, along the way, um, all of the content components, all, and now we're talking by content components, I mean both the documents and the chunks of the documents, the subcomponents of the documents, um, the images, photos, um, other kinds of multimedia assets are all going to be managed consistently. So there's going to be consistent metadata management, consistent security, consistent process management, and they all adhere to the same business rules, which are consistently enforced across the platform. And there's going to be also some advanced content management technologies, such as um, the XML component management or compound document management or lifecycle management that can be leveraged within the application and that provide additional value from the uh, core content platform. And so what this means is that um, application developers and ISVs can develop once and they can deploy uh, their solution on multiple platforms, uh, Windows, Linux, uh, in a Java environment or an NT application development environment. It it really is a value-added strategy for um, application developers and ISVs. Okay. So I guess to summarize here and, and kind of close this out, um, how do you summarize the business benefits then for an independent software vendor for embedding commercial content management technology? Well, I think the biggest business benefit is that for an application developer or an ISV, they can invest in the business logic and the content logic um, of their own application. They don't have to uh, deal with the uh, standard plumbing services, the uh, standard repository services, the standard content services uh, that are really just part of the platform. Rather, they can build on a rich set of, of core content services and core repository services, and the end result is they can uh, jumpstart their application development environment by embracing and extending the capabilities of the uh, content platform. And I think what this means in a business sense is that these um, application developers and ISVs are really going to be able to leverage uh, the content platform uh, and achieve first mover advantage in their respective marketplace because the ISVs and the application developers can deliver a compelling content-rich application which has uh, uh, competitive business logic, uh, which delivers a competitive value proposition to their customers. And all of this uh, logic and all the way in which the content is managed and stored and archived is uh, managed uh, consistently on the capabilities of a uh, pretty solid platform. And so I think at the end of the day, uh, the application developers and ISVs are going to deliver 
a much more complete and extensive solution in ter- and thus better achieve their, their own outcomes and objectives. Well, Jeff, this has been uh, been a good discussion. I think uh, we've really, uh, really kind of uh, done a good analysis on uh, you know why embedding content management is a key part of rapid application development for the content-rich application. We appreciate your time today. You're welcome. For Thank our you. audience, if you would like to learn more about Bach and Company or correspond with Jeffrey, you can reach him at Jeff Bach. That's G E O. F-F-B-O-C-K at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about the Documentum Content Server OEM Edition and EMC's other OEMable technologies, please visit our website at software.emc.com slash OEM. There you'll find additional product information, other online and audio events such as this one, so you can stay up to date on all of our OEM technologies. Once again, I'm your host, Dean Meisenheimer. Thank you for attending, and we look forward to speaking with you again next time. Good day.